Here's a theme song, you know it's not a mean song It's a good song, just as it should song American Brews and Tunes Who said we're back? You said we're back We're back Exactly We're back We're back um, This is episode number 91 oh, of American Brews and Tunes. What a great number. My name is Stephen Johnston. And my name is Jesse Titus. You want to know why 91 is the best number? Um, One of the best numbers? Because 1991. That's right. Yes. 1991. One of the best years ever to be born. It's on my back, as you all can see. <laughs> Anyways, um, last week, what did we do last week? Last week we were one off, right? Kid A. Kid A, yeah. That Ooh. little album. That <laughs> intense, crazy, enigmatic, enigmatic, and it's an enigma. That's what I'm trying to say. But in the grand scheme of things, it is nay but a blip in time. True. <laughs> but what else? What is not nay but a blip in time? Um, time itself? Well, I don't really think that works. Yeah, I know. I'm just trying to... <laughs> Be Maybe, uh, no, well, I was going to say consciousness, but who knows? Maybe eventually the robots will take over and they won't be exactly be conscious the same way we are. Are you talking about collective consciousness? Maybe, yeah. Because otherwise, every, every, it would be everyone's individual consciousness, which is indeed a blip in time. Yeah. Isn't that what some people believe? Um, that, like some people's version of God is like a collective consciousness that everybody is a part of? Could be. That sounds like something someone would believe. I don't know. I don't know. And then we all return to the stars from whence we came. When we look at the stars. <laughs> because, what is it? Uh, Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson is always like, just remember that. Uh, <laughs> just remember. That, that we're all made out of stardust because stars have carbon in them and we're mostly carbon. Here's what I think of when I think of Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, I watched that movie, and it, it is not scientifically accurate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, let me tell you why. He's he's a funny guy to watch. He is. He's he's also very very enthusiastic about getting people to understand basics of science, which is kind of yeah. nice. He's he's he, he's gung ho for science. He is astrophysicist. He's an astrophysicist. Yeah. Interesting guy. He likes the stars. Anyway. Yeah. He also was a. Oh, never mind. He wasn't ever a boxer. Maybe he was. Was he ever a boxer? I uh, yeah. Joe Rogan pulled up a picture of him when he was in his youth, and yeah. he was a boxer wrestler, and he was jacked. Yeah, this was like high was. school days. Yeah, um, but far from it now. Anyway, um, back to the matter at hand. Um, we're back to our regular scheduled episode in which uh, one of us reviews an album recommended by the other. Yeah, and on this wow. wonderful week, yeah, yeah. Just going by <laughs> astrophysicists, and there's a lot of them from Germany because the whole Operation Paperclip. But that's for another podcast. What? You have to look into that. Operation Paperclip. The U.S. government doesn't want you to know. Like Clippy? No, like they brought in like Nazi scientists and just like. Oh yeah. You're forgiven. Just I forgot about Give us that. your smarts. Yeah, just give us all the information that you guys have gathered, and, and it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> forgot about that. I'm fairly certain that's Operation Paperclip. I also forgot about Clippy from the computer. I love Clippy. old computers. Yeah, he was beauty like, assistance yeah. with finding <laughs> how to save a word document. <laughs> and I was always like, "No, shut up, Clippy." I was like, "Be I gone, don't need your help." <laughs> I'll tell you what I used to like. I used to like changing my cursor to something fun. 
You could yeah. change it to like animated cursors. Yeah, couldn't you like have it be like an ice cream cone or like a? You, it was like you, you could just have it be anything. Have it be anything. The good old days when computers were fun. Yeah. Now they're just annoying. No, they they can be fun, <laughs> they're, but they're not annoying. They're just not as new. <laughs> I guess. The good, I don't old, know. The good old days when changing your cursor was like a really novel and fun idea. It, that was like the best time of my life. I was like, and now it's just I like what. Now it's just like you change your cursor, then you see someone with a PC and they're like, check out all these LED neon lights that I have in here. Whatnot. <laughs> Something like that, <laughs> I guess. Oh, anyway, back uh, on back on topic. Back on topic. Uh, this week, Jesse is reviewing an album I recommended for him, which yeah. is uh, Enemy of the World by Four Year Strong. Very nice. I almost thought you were going to say Enema of the World, just like Enema <laughs> of the State. No, 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 no. But uh, that's Enema of the World. Combination Enemy. of Blink One Eighty Two and Four Year Strong. I yeah. think Four Year Strong covered Blink One Eighty Two on one of those weird cover albums. Did they? Didn't like it. Didn't like it. Yeah, but that's that's neither here nor there. But it also is here and kind of there. But <laughs> <laughs> we'll touch up. Jesse will give give you his thoughts on this album in nay but a minute. Yeah, yeah. Before um, we get there, let's uh, let's try a new brew, shall we? Yeah, this is part one, so we're trying uh, one beer during this album, and then once Steve reviews his album next, in the week? next episode. We will review another beer. Yeah, so what are we reviewing so, on this episode? Uh, this week, we were... Ha- actually, funny, we were talking about space earlier. Yeah. I, w- w- is that why you started talking about space? No. You just started talking about Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson, right? Yeah. No, Blip in Time. Blip in Time. And then Stardust. And we're made of Stardust. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Sorry, we just had... I just Stars! Had re- <laughs> I just had to retrace my steps there for a second, because I was confused. Uh, because the reason I was confused is because we are trying stone... One of their beers called Viking Space Probe. Ooh, we're back it's to a, Stone, one of our faves. Yeah, definitely one of our faves. It is a double IPA. Uh, and let me give you a quick read-ski of what's on the back. Um, a hoppy cosmic nebula. In the spirit of all the exploratory missions deployed across the galaxy, be they spacecrafts, Vikings, wait, Viking or other, we're constantly probing the world of beer back here on Earth. That quest has brought us to this latest creation, which comes from our brewing team at Stone Brewing, Napa, which, with a subtle haze reminiscent of some far-off nebula and further complemented with the juicy flavors of Ella and Citra hops, this beer is most definitely out of this world, created to be enjoyed on Earth. But if intelligent life does exist out there, we're pretty sure <laughs> they'll like it too. Pretty sure. So that's a lot of talk. Um, so it's a hazy IPA, double uh, IPA from Stone. It just says unfiltered double IPA. Okay, I, well, let's see how I hazy think, that actually is. I think it is. is kind of reminiscent. It's probably going to be reminiscent of a New England style IPA, mm-hmm. but it might not be as juicy. Yeah. I would have guessed because it's Stone. Oops. I'm cracking it open. Yeah. Go ahead. Crack it open. Ooh. 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 Yeah. Pour it out in the glass. That looks pretty hazy. That looks semi-hazy. You think that's about six ounces? Probably about that. I think it's about hazy as a lot of the other hazy IPAs. Ooh, it smells really good. Um, Okay, so right off the bat, if you smell it, you can definitely smell some really nice citrus. Well, if you look at my container, my glass. (laughs) Did you get more sediment? Look at the sediment. I yeah, there you, definitely is some. Mine's very sediment. Let me try to get some of the. Maybe yeah. there's some more in there. A little bit of residual sediment. It smells juicy. It's, it smells, it smells juicy. Real juicy. Yeah. 
Um, it smells kind of sweet. Not too far off from what you might smell from Bearded Iris. Not quite their signature smell, it's but... It's definitely not quite as close as Bearded Iris. It's, it's closer to what you would expect from them. This is a, probably the haziest uh, IPA I've seen from Stone. Yes, agreed. Curious. It's, uh, it looks good. The haze is coming. I don't even know who that is. Oh, yeah, you've never watched Game of Thrones. <laughs> but if I had to guess, I'd say he gets his head cut off. Spoiler alert, he does. Yeah. Uh, if Boromir, you seen... Boromir gets decapitated. Yeah, Ned Stark. Uh, Sean Bean. Sean Bean loses his head. Pretty much dies in anything that he's in. Does he? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. I'm well, pretty he sure... doesn't die in... Uh, what's the movie where they steal it? The Declaration of Independence? <laughs> <laughs> National Treasure? But he goes to jail. That's true, which is essentially dying, except in society. He's dying to freedom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that movie was great. It was. The second one, not so much. No. I hear they're making a third. I'll really? still see it. <laughs> well, that's Nicolas Cage. He'll probably be ridiculous. I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. This smells I'm really more good. more of a declaration protector. <laughs> um, anyway, let's so give this a shot. Yeah, let's give it a try and... Uh, and see what we think. All As right. we always say on American Brews and Tunes, down the haze hatch. Down the space hatch. Down the space hatch. That's even better. The space haze. Mm. Oh, wow. It's more bitter than a lot of the other New England IPAs I've had. That's kind of what I thought it was going to be. It's bitter. like it, It's a classic stone bitter flavor, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for um, sure. I don't know what, what hops are specifically in this. Um, Maybe it's the Ella. But it tastes like a stone beer, but it definitely is hazy and juicy. So this beer is Ella good. It is Ella good. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, I don't know. This is if you were to say Stone did a New England IPA, this is the exact representation of it. It's not yeah, like they're copying that's... someone else. It's just their their version of it because it tastes like a stone beer. It doesn't taste like a copycat of another beer. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, it's good. Um, I like this. Uh, that makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. Not that copying's bad. It's just this has no, their. I mean, this has their signature all over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like whenever you can, you know, you could put like a bearded iris, uh, New England IPA next to this stone one next to, I don't know, any name any other hazy IPA. You know, you don't. Have, that was like a rhetorical thing to say. I'll name one. Okay, bearded iris home style. No, other than bearded iris and stone. <laughs> Southern grist haze beers. <laughs> sure. Um, it, what I'm saying is, is if you put them those three beers side by side, I'd be able to say, yeah, that's a stone beer. Absolutely. Based on how it's taste, based on how it tastes, and yeah, that's a bearded Irish beer because of how it tastes. It has. They each have their own little signature. Yeah, they're good. They're they're all good. This is good. I'm happy with it. And you not want to know what's not good? This album by Four Years Strong. Just kidding. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Um, yeah, when I recommended it, I I, I figured there was going to be some things that you weren't going to be too fond of on there. Yeah. Uh, so whenever I first listened to this album, I knew one song off of it, uh, the uh, Find My Way Back. Mm-hmm. Probably probably one of the most popular songs on the album, I'm guessing. One of them, but not the most. Not the most? Okay. Yeah, it was my favorite on the album, so I played this song. You probably yeah. heard it. Yeah. Um, but... Okay, so I'll just start up at the top, I guess. Why not? Uh, it's their fourth studio album. Um, it was fourth released times March, charm. March 9th, 2010. So right when right when we were both ending high school. Um, and this album was the last album that keyboardist Josh Lyford yes. was on. 
Um, you know, the, there's not too terribly much keyboard on the album. Like no. There's, there's, no, if you listen not, to there, their, there are a few songs where, yeah. it's, where it's prevalent. But but if you listen to the record before, it's all over the place. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. And he was the one who screamed. Like The, the, yeah. the regular singers kind of gruff, gruff up their voices quite a bit. Yeah, uh, but, but he, he like, did like, actually the, had a scream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not like, like that, that, but you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, stop. Um, um, but anyway, uh, so like the genre genre of this is kind of like pop punk or melodic hardcore. Yeah, all of the above. I guess something like that. Yeah, all of the above. Um, this album debuted at number forty-seven on Billboard two, top two hundred. Uh, so it wasn't. It was a pretty well-received album. Um, a lot of people liked it a lot. Yeah. Um, I never really listened to Four Years Strong very much, uh, mainly because I'm not really into the melodic hardcore music. Fair enough. Um, the one one re- one thing I don't really like about this album is that it's very one dimensional. Yeah, like, I, I, I can the see that. whole way through the album, it's one sound. Absolutely. And if you like that sound, you're gonna love it. Bully for you, or was that the saying? I don't know. Great for you. you say bully then, for you, that means here comes a bully to beat you up. <laughs> I don't think that's what it means. Here comes a bully. Or if you have a dog, here that means a bully. here's a bully stick. Here comes a bully. I don't know if you know what bully sticks are, but dogs like love them. treat? Kind of. Yeah, oh, it is. Is it like one of those rawhides? That, like a big... It's like a big... <laughs> it's like a stick, but it's made from... Bullies? Cow parts. Cow parts. Bull parts oh, in particular. Oh, a bully. <laughs> yeah. I gotcha. Bull... Goods, <laughs> um, but <laughs> enough about bull goods. But dogs love them. Yeah, I can imagine why. Bully for you, Stanley the dog. <laughs> no, I don't give them to him. They're really fattening, apparently. Um, but anyway, so yeah. So to sum yeah. it up, I am not particularly fond of this album. Uh huh. Of the, the sound, the sound in general. Yeah. Um, it kind of seems like it's uh, kind of like cheesy, or you had said earlier, kind of corny. Yeah, it's. It's corny, but in an earnest way is what I, yeah. how I would say. It's not corny as in, like, I don't know. It was very intentional, everything that yeah. they, they did. Yeah, some of the, uh, I guess for me personally, some of like the guitar riffs or the the strumming patterns, the, uh, mel- the melody choices, um, as much as there are melody choices in this uh, album, which there are, um, but they're all kind of fairly... Um, Boring is not the right word because they're not. It's not a boring album. They're just kind of typical. Yeah, I can see that. They're like, okay, I get it. It's catchy. I kind of like it, but I also don't really like it that much. <laughs> it's like uh, I'll go back to this. It's not going to be one of the albums that I. It's not going to be one of the like twenty albums that I take with me on a road trip. Fair enough. Even though now we have Spotify, and we can just you know. But yeah. Whatever. I, I knew Four Years Strong before this album came out from. Their their previous album, which was called Rise or Die Trying. I knew I liked a couple songs on there, but all overall I wasn't the hugest fan. Um, and then this album came out, and I didn't really listen to it what, as soon as it came out. But my buddy Jake played uh, Find My Way Back a ton. I was like, that's a good song. Yeah. I guess I'm wrong. So I went on and bought it yeah. a couple months after it came out, and I was like, this is a good album. What was I, he- what was I hesitating for? Yeah. But anyway, yeah. on to track number one, which is my first recommendation. The song is called It... Must really suck to be four years strong right now. You know how they got that um, title? Yeah, okay. there was some some article that was written before this album came out, uh-huh. or, or I guess maybe between their third and this album. Mm-hmm. And what was it like talking about? Um, what's the other band? I 
can't remember the other band, but they it was another band who had released an album that kind of like built upon the sound that they did on their previous album, did it way better. Yeah. Um, and so they were trying to poop all over Four Year Strong by saying, now that they put this out, it must really suck to be Four Year Strong. Yeah, yeah. And so then I guess this is just kind of like a cheeky first song to have on the album. Be yeah. like, oh, really? It does suck to be us right now? Um, very, very poppy. Very punky or melodic, hardcore yeah, I wouldn't say punky. Um, it's uh, insanely catchy melodies, uh, scream singing. Like a lot of the, a lot of the scream singing is like da 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 da, and it's just kind of like okay. <laughs> um, I'm really, a mess, such a wreck. Don't forget about it. Yeah, really, uh, really chuggy, thick guitars. Yeah, like a lot of the. And that's throughout the entire album. Yeah, and various different breakdowns and Slash whatnot. Throughout their entire career. Yeah. <laughs> Except for their follow-up album to this one, which is for another time. Oh, yeah, I'll have to listen to that at some point. Um, but basically, the, the main line from this is, don't fix it if it hasn't broken yet. Mm-hmm. So they're just saying, like, hey, screw you, man. Like, we're we like we're going to do, do what we want to do, and it's not broken yet, so we're just going to keep playing what we're playing. Yeah, and they put this album out, and it was hugely successful, so good for them. Yeah, so that's my first recommendation because it is it is a catchy song. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I like that little breakdown. Yeah. Uh, track number two is called "Tonight We Feel Alive." On a parentheses on a Saturday. Tonight, tonight. Very, very similar sounding. Just like the whole album. Yeah. Except for. Maybe except for one song is a little bit sounds a little bit different. Only slightly. Slightly. Um I guess this is maybe a song about like living in the moment or trying to seize the opportunities that one is presented with. Yeah. Kind of. I, I'm a I'm a big fan of Four Year Strong. Um in their writing, I think they use a lot of cliches. They do. Yeah. Yes. Um, um some not there's anything them, wrong with it. I just noticed that a lot. Some of there was one song that before I learned the meaning of it, I was like, oh, that's so cliche and dumb. <laughs> but then I looked up then I looked up the meaning of the song and I was like, okay, it's fine. Yeah. Like, there's I get, there's I get nothing wrong with cliches, it. but I, I, I always have always noticed that they, they love them. Yeah, all their all their lyrics are very um very Clichéed. very cliche, very straightforward. <laughs> yeah. Uh not too many metaphors. Um they're also the songs messages really aren't very direct in what they mean though. Yeah, it's, as it's well. hard to tell for yeah. sure. Um, so that's why I'm going to be saying a lot of, unless the band is very spe- specific about what this song is about, I'll be like, it could be this. <laughs> Maybe this one line is the meaning of the song. Maybe. Um, on to my next recommendation, which is track number three, which is called Wasting Time. Parentheses, Eternal Summer. Wasting Time. I think... Since I've seen them, because I never saw them before this album, but every time I've seen them after, they probably play this song all the time. Right? They close with this song. Really? They're always yeah. like, like we know. We hope most of you came with some friends, and this song is about being with friends. Yeah. <laughs> so sing along with your friends. Yeah, yeah. Because we love friends. Yeah, that's what this song is all about. It's about yeah. uh, uh, specifically the way that they felt in the summer of two thousand three. Yeah. Um, and kind of like long, like kind of nostalgia but also just longing for maybe a simpler time or 
whenever it was easier or something like that, less less to do or less, I don't know, yeah. less whatever. More in your um, youth, less adulty. I don't yeah. know, you're just having fun, not not caring about things as much. Yeah, and it seems like that song is more pop punk yeah. than metal. Yeah, I'd say so. Like way uh, it leans that. on that side of the scale. Agreed. It's not as as hardcorey sounding, yeah. not as screamy. There aren't I, any screaming guitars. Like I do like the when the drums come in on the the toms. They're just real punchy and real like Tommy. Tommy. It's a cool beat. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's why I recommended that song. I like that song a lot. Um, track number four is called 19 with Neck Tats. Tats spelled T-A-T-Z. That's a bad idea just for all of you guys who like tattoos. If you're Unless you're like in an industry where neck tats that's are okay. Loud. Like if you're a yeah. tattoo artist or in a full-time in a band, band that is doing well. Work in a coffee shop, like a hipster coffee shop. Even then, you never know. Oh, I'm sure it'd be fine there, right? Most places, I'm sure you'd be fine, but... You're going to severely limit your options going forward. I'll bet I could even have a neck tattoo in my job. Probably could. I probably could. I don't, I'm not going to get yeah. one. I don't, I don't think I'm Just ever going to get I one. Just because I have no desire to get a, a neck tattoo. I don't either. I don't think they look... I mean, to each their own. It's not my aesthetic. I do desire to get a hand tattoo, though. Hand tattoos, I, I, I think, think, are cooler than cool. neck tattoos. But anyway... Yeah, aside from tattoos, back to Four Years Strong and their neck tat song. Um, so... Uh, uh, Nowhere in the song do they talk about having tattoos. No. I'm not exactly sure. Maybe it's just a lot of their titles the references have nothing to like do. being young and reckless, getting a neck tattoo. I don't know. Could be. Um, the intro is a chant, which I do not like. Yeah, that part seems a little cheesy to me. It's like, hmm, they're just chanting at the beginning. Yeah. And I mean, you know, it kind of fits with how the album sounds, so it's fine, but. To me, it, whenever it I across whenever I hear cheesy. it, I'm always just like, "Hmm, no, thank you." Um, again, not exactly sure what this song's about. Uh, one of the lyrics that maybe would point to it maybe? is they say, "Can you prove to me that you're not dead and gone? Live my life standing strong." Can you prove to me? <laughs> um, and then this is one of the. There's another line in it that I also found very cheesy. Uh-huh. In the breakdown section, they say, We built this city on heart and soul! <laughs> Instead rock of rock and roll. and roll. And I was just like, oh, okay. Or the, uh, remember when um, uh, Wilhelm screamed, we, we built this city on debts and booze? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that's a better, well, that's a different song. Yeah, but, yeah I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. If this is, if, if this is like your favorite band, and this is like, one of your favorite styles of music, more power to you. Yeah. It's definitely not for me. Um, on to track number five, which is my third recommendation. Ooh. It's called Find My Way Back. Probably my favorite um, of all their songs in their catalog. Yeah, it's... Uh, still holds up. It's This song is definitely still more in the, the pop punk vein, because, you know, like in that time when... A lot of bands like we're doing the you know like the do 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 yeah this is like the do 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 so like this is like their song like that whereas there's like one like lead guitar line that's like super catchy and memorable from the song that kind of holds it all together it's a really cool guitar line yeah uh the whole song is really good uh the chorus is amazing so i've got to find my way back 
Replace my stuff so I can prove to you that I'm a little And I, I like, I, they're, they're very, I mean, they're not like the best guitarists in the world. Yeah. Um, they're very tight live, the whole band is. Yeah. Um, but they, they do, like, since they're trading off vocal lines, there's they two, are, two yeah. vocalists. Yep. One of them's playing that guitar line and not even batting an eye while singing. Like, yeah, it's like pretty crazy. Forcibly, like, singing. Yeah. And it's, I'm not good at that. I, I can play chords and maybe small differing things while I sing, um, but I can't play lead lines and sing. It's difficult. Yeah, it definitely is. It takes a lot of practice. Yeah, a lot of practice. Um, uh, ooh. Excuse me. I think this song is about falling into hard times, whether self-induced or not. Uh, realizing that you're on, kind of in a bad position and then trying to find your way back to a better place. Pretty much. Sounds right to me. Um, yeah, which is a good good subject for a song. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely my favorite song on the album. Um, on a track number six, which is another one of those songs where you don't really know what the title means. Uh, well, I mean, I know what the title means. <laughs> if you were just to just look at the title by itself. But as it, uh, as it relates to the song, I have no idea. Um, it's called What the Hell is a Gigawatt? Or Gigawatt. Gigawatt. Gigawatt, I mean. Obviously, that's a reference to uh, Back to the Future. One point, one point, one point. And then, uh, what's that guy's name? The other guy, not the crazy uh, scientist, but what's the actor's name for the other guy? Michael Fox? Yeah, Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox is like, what, what the, the hell, hell is a chicken lot? Um, anyway, uh, the song is a lot of screaming. Um, no idea what the song is really about. Uh, there's a huge breakdown in the bridge, which is fairly typical of their songs they're they love breakdowns they love the breakdowns um if you are thinking about a breakdown in like a heavy metal song that's not exactly the same thing this is a melodic hardcore breakdown where there's a lot of rhythmic uh palm muted guitars um, and a lot of double bass double mm-hmm. bass uh, drums um on to track number seven which is called one step at a time and this is the song that at first I was like, oh, it's such a, like a cliche like mm-hmm. thing to say, like oh, one step at a time, one foot in front of the other, just like that. It's like that one song uh, from that one Santa movie. You oh. put one foot in, in front, front of, of the other, other and, and soon you'll be walking across the floor. I love that song. I know it's great. Put one foot put in, in front, front of the other. other. Um, but anyway, this is my honorable mention. Um, Dan O'Connor, which I believe is one of the vocalists. Yes, he he wrote this song for his brother who was uh, uh, battling cancer, and who eventually who eventually uh, passed away from cancer. Oh wow! Um, So one of the lines that I really like from this song is uh, when he says, "Because I know it's warmer where you are, because no matter how far the view, I still always look up to you." So he was like basically like writing this song to his brother. Um, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it makes it a lot heavier. So, yeah. So whenever at first I was like, oh, one step at a time, put one foot in front of the other. I was like, oh, it's so cheesy. But then it means a lot more whenever you know why you yeah. wrote the song. And he's like, just trying to take one, take it one day at a time. Um. So yeah, that was my honorable mention. Very much uh, like that song. Good mention. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. On to track number eight, which is called "The Body Pays the Bill." Dollar sign. This this body pays the bills. Is that what it's called? The body pays the pays the bills. Kind of like 
when you got a good body and it's paying the bills. Yeah, pretty much. That might be what it's about. It's about a girl. I don't know. Um, uh, one of the lines in the song is, she'll always be a lifelong tragedy. That's how I know she's the one for me. Classic. There are a lot of like uh, songs at that time that were always like, oh, I know she's a mess, but that makes her perfect for me, man. <laughs> Well, they because they're a mess too. Everyone's a mess. Yeah, I mean, messes are good. Yeah, <laughs> but so I'm a wreck, such a mess. Don't forget, forget about it. it. Yeah, so that's that song. Um, I'm just gonna kind of breeze through the rest of these because <laughs> the rest you. of them were just kind of meh. Um, track number nine is called Paul Revere's Midnight Ride. We all know Paul Revere. Yeah, we do. Rest his soul. He let the candles signaling where the British were coming. One by, one if by land? sea, two if by land. One if by land, two if by sea. I don't know which one it is. It's one or the other. <laughs> it's one or the other. And soon Paul is racing, lighting down the candles, <laughs> cross the shore. <laughs> <laughs> um, put one candle in front of the, the other. other if they're coming by sea. Um, I think this song is about. Kind of like finding a reason to live or like taking a chance on something that you have a passion for, I think. Fair enough. Sounds and right not, to me. Not exactly sure if that's right, but... I don't know. It sounds right. On to track number 10, which is the best title of the entire album. It's called Flannel is the Color of My Energy. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen pictures of these, of these guys, but they're... Big dudes with huge beards, so I could yeah. see them wearing flannels very often. Um, I think it's a great title for a song. It it's is just so silly and dumb, but I love it. It's the one that starts out with a drumbeat. Yeah, <laughs> then this is the one song where I believe it's not a guitar part that's playing, it's a keyboard part. Yeah, I think so. It sounds kind of like a keyboard. Uh, keyboard. Um, so it's really catchy. Um, the song is about not wanting to live with someone. Not wanting to live without someone. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the main lines is, I don't want to live another day without your company. Straightforward. Very straightforward. Yep. No questions there. Um, on to the last song, which is called Enemy of the World. I like this one. It is a good one. Um, oh, 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 oh. It's got some fast stuff. I'm afraid to yeah, yeah. be just an example of inconsistency. Yeah, so very, fast. very fast drums. Really catchy song. Yeah. Um, and it seems like it's a song about pressing onward when you feel uh, like the world's against you. Yeah, when you're an enemy guess, of the when world. When you're an enemy of the world. Or just in general, uh, pushing through hard times. Yeah. So... Overall, um, I give the album a five out of ten. Did it grow on you at all? A little bit, yeah. But most albums will. If you but listen to them it enough. didn't. Yeah, it didn't grow on me as much as other albums that you've recommended to have in the past. Yeah. I was wondering if this one would. I, um, I I figured it might be a tough one for you. Yeah, I'm just not really a fan of that melodic hardcore sound. You might like their next album. Could be. Maybe in the future. We'll see. I don't know. Didn't. Uh, I think a lot of people when we went to Geneva really liked them. Um, like Travis Trout. All of them were bigger fans of them before this album. Oh. Uh, all the okay. guys. What was their band called? 
Travis and what Robert Capuano. Capuano. All those guys loved Four Years Strong with their first record or the record before this. Okay, that's yeah. how I. Uh, that, that's what I was thinking mm-hmm. of then. Josh Western liked them too. Yeah. Um, Joshy Kins. But anyway, yeah, it's. It, I mean, the album's fine. Yeah, it's, it's just good. not your. your this uh, is not my. Not yeah, definitely, wheelhouse. definitely not my cup of tea. It's just average for me. Fair enough. Um, looking forward to next week. Um, we'll be back. Uh, this time, I will be the the one doing the reviewing. Yes. Um, the album is Immunity. Immunity. Diplomatic Immunity <laughs> by Claro. Yeah, it's a more recent one. 2019? Yeah, that's pretty I darn believe. recent. If you ask me. I mean, it like is. Like a 10-year gap almost between the, the two records. Yeah, right. well, hey, pretty much 10 years since that Four Year Strong album came out. It came out on March, March 9th, and we're, we're recording this on the 28th of February. Yeah. So just about ten years. Just about ten years. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, any thoughts on the beer? Has it warmed up? Um, the flavors have gotten more intense. I think the bitterness is really so the pushing bitterness through more. Is yeah. Really, really, way more present now. Yeah. It's it's which I I don't mind it. It's getting stony. <laughs> yeah. In a good way though. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's definitely a stone beer. Yeah. I like this, but it's intense. Um, not so, yeah. sure if I could have more than like a bomber of this, or not a bomber, like a a pint. Yeah. It's it's a heavy like real intense IPA. Yeah, it's a it's a heavy hitter. Yeah, it's a good one though. Which yeah, I don't mind. I like it. Yeah. Um. Well, shall we finish our beers? We shall. As we always say on American Brews and Tunes. Down the belch hatch. Wow, we've been doing this podcast for three years strong. I think. Have we really? No, two and a half, right? I don't know. Because we started it in 2018. Yeah. Two years strong. Was it summer 2018? No, it was like... Was it, dis- was it like winter? Yeah. Fall? Yeah, winter. Yeah. We posted the was... first one. It was either late December or early January. I can't remember. Yeah, because we decided to do it right after we talked to that... Right after we went to MTSU to record with that one weirdo. David something. Who never used our songs. Yeah, he was he was a character. And we were like, what if we had a podcast? What would it be about? We were like, beer and, beer music. and music. And then we did it. Yeah. Cheers to us. And hey. Um, anyways, um, be sure to check out next week's episode. I'm sure it'll be a good one. I can't say for sure because it hasn't happened, but I'm willing to bet on that. <laughs> I'll roll the I'm, dice. I'm willing to bet. I'm willing to roll one dice. And I'm willing to say that it's going to be, if it's a one through six, it will be a good episode. Deal. We're using a normal <laughs> dice. Yes. Die, I mean. A dodecadie. No decadhedron die. Too many. All right. uh, My name is Steven Johnson. And my name is Jesse Titus. And this is American Brews and Tunes. Yeah. Here's a theme song. You know it's not a mean song. It's a good song. Just as it should song. American Brews and Tunes. Shibbity-beebity.